Hi, this is Bare Naked Worship. My name is Donna, and I hope you are having a great day. I hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful day. It's a wonderful time of year. We're getting ready for Christmas. And no matter how you celebrate it, if you do celebrate Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever you celebrate this time of year, there's just an air of anticipation. It just feels exciting. I always I always wish that I could be in love at Christmas time because I think that being in love at Christmas time is probably the best combination that you can ever have. It's just you get all the excitement and the feel good feelings and it's really neat. I'm not in love this year at Christmas, but I have been I have been in love before at Christmas time and I love it. So that being said, today on this podcast, I wanted to just talk to you about the whole beauty of being real in this world. It is such an exciting thing for me that when I started getting older and I began to realize that something was shifting inside of me, I didn't really understand it was happening. I didn't plan for it to happen, but it did. And I'm really very grateful that it did. And what it was is something that I think other women particularly, and maybe men also, but I do believe that we do, most of us go through this a similar uh, situation. And what it was for me, it's kind of just a gradual shift from caring so much about what other people thought and felt and you know, their judgments and coming into my own as a human being, as a woman, as a mother, um, as a daughter and as a sister and as a friend, as a nurse, as a writer, I just have begun to see this very definite shift and movement toward being real, just being so real. It is refreshing, it is re- it's a relief, it's freeing, and it all comes from a basic core understanding that's just becoming clear to me that we are okay as we are, as is. You know, I, I frequent thrift stores a lot, and I enjoy the concept that you are willingly purchasing something as is. You're getting a great discount for the fact that it may be damaged, it is used, it's um, been through the ringer, you know, probably literally with a dryer. If you have those old ringer dryer washer things. The point is that it's what some people might consider damaged goods. And you know, in many ways, you don't get to your 50s or 60s Sometimes you don't get to your 20s or 30s without in some way realizing that in many ways we are damaged goods. We get hurt. And sometimes people, things are said to you that that wound you on such a deep level that it could be years before you really are able to fully recuperate, fully recover from the wounds of words that were spoken to you maybe even to you as a child. I listened to a podcast uh, by a woman. It's called A Slob Comes Clean. And she was talking about, Dana is her name, and she was talking about 
how that years ago when her children were small, someone made a very negative comment to her about dishes in the sink. And, you know, she has really grown through the years. She, she has this amazing podcast and blog. She's written a great book. And she's very positive and strong. And I love her honesty and her refreshing, you know, she's just so refreshing. And it was interesting to hear how that all those years ago, this woman made a thoughtless and really cold comment to her. And it really, it wounded her. So I thought when I heard that, I immediately resonated with this woman. And I thought, wow, you know, this is what... I love about being real with people and being honest. It's the fact that we, I'm all about connection. I am all about connection. It is what we can give to each other. It's a gift that humanity has that we can give to one another, that we can, we can connect with each other. You know, I've said this before. My sister Sandy and I have talked about this as we've struggled with our weight and we've said to each other, the people that we, the podcasts that we listen to and the books that we read and the blogs that we read, we don't, we're not drawn to the ones from people who've never been more than a size five and they're just telling us how to be thin. That is not who I am drawn to. Some people are. But the people that I'm drawn to and the stories that resonate with me always come from people who have struggled in the areas of brokenness in which I currently struggle, with which I currently struggle. If you have not hurt and you've not been in pain and you've, and you're, or even if you have, but if you're not able to be open and honest about that, I feel that you limit your ability to reach out with compassion and understanding to other people and really share with them because you've closed off the very rich part the very the very best part of who you are that you could offer to another human being so with bare naked worship it, it came about because years and years ago one time i was struggling so hard i wanted to be the best mother i could be and i was sad that i was a single mom and i knew that i wasn't going to be able to have the traditional stay-at-home mom life that I've really dreamed of for many years. And I sat myself down one time and I realized, um, okay, my life and my mothering, my path in mothering is going to be different than the way that I had hoped it would be. It's going to look a lot different than the pictures that I had in my head before I ever had children. But it's going to be my path. And I will do the very best with this path that I can. And thankfully, thank you to God and to my family and friends. God and family and friends helped me. And I am happy to say that the three daughters that God gave me to raise, they are well-adjusted, wonderful, compassionate, loving adults, young adults. And I'm very grateful that we made it through. But, you know, it wasn't easy. It was hard a lot of times. It was great a lot of times. But there were many, many nights I sat up crying. And it wasn't just about the single parenting. You know, I've cried over many, many things that have happened in my life. I cried when I've lost people in my family that were dear to me. 
It's not easy to lose people that you love. No matter how you lose them, to death, to divorce, um, it's just, it's, it's hard. It hurts. It hasn't been easy. It wasn't easy to walk through infertility. It wasn't easy to want a child and to want to be a mother so much and see other people do it and, and accomplish it with such ease. I just sometimes thought, oh my gosh, why is it so easy for them and so hard for me? It hasn't been easy and it isn't easy currently to be at a weight that I am uncomfortable with. My body doesn't feel like my own right now and I'm, I'm going to be perfectly transparent and real. I feel old. I feel heavy. I feel very uncomfortable with the way that I look when I look in the mirror. At the same time, I also feel more vibrant and alive and beautiful, believe it or not, than I ever have in my life. And it is all, it's not because of a makeup. It's not because of a hair dye. It's not because of clothes. It's because, it's not even because of relationship. I don't have a boyfriend or a husband. It's because I have chosen to embrace who I am at this stage of my life and to be as real and transparent as I can be with myself first and also with people in my life and on this podcast. It is so rejuvenating that I can just be who I am and you can be who you are. I don't know where you are in your life today. I don't know what's going on in your life today, but you have permission. You have permission just to be who you are. If you're a cranky person and you don't like other people and you want to be alone and you want to be left alone, that is okay. It's your right. As a human being, you get the right to pick how you want to live the life that you've been given by God. We wake up every day with choices. We wake up with choices like unopened presents underneath the tree. And we get to pick the present that we want. And we open it. And then we get the choice of what we want to do with it. You know, if you wake up today, you want to choose the gift of joy today. And you just want to be happy. And whatever you do today, you're going to look at it with an attitude of positivity and joy. That is your gift. And it's a gift that you can use and keep for yourself, or it's a gift that you can share with other people. I mean, it's just a gift. But if you wake up this morning and you pick, you see a present under the tree that's lumpy and bumpy, and you open it up and it's a present that says, I just want to be me, you know, I just want to be me. There's a song, I can't remember, it's by, um, gosh, my memory's crazy these days, but um something about he sings about just wanting to have a day to just be he just wants to be unhappy that day if anybody listens to this podcast if you can free me in on that um clue me in on that song he's the guy that sings uh just want to be a millionaire what's his name oh i used to love listening to him that's embarrassing memory come back but you see that's part of being real is that where where we are is just where we are. You know, this week I was at work and I was working really hard and I was getting tired, but I was, you know, glad to be there and I made those commitments. I was very proud of myself for keeping the commitments that I made. And uh one day I came to work and you know, I just didn't feel I just wasn't feeling it, you know. I went in and 
I have a nurse manager who is um, a nurse charge nurse who means well. She does. She really does mean well. But she brought me in her office, and she's kind of the type that, I mean, it's good to have a good attitude and to be positive, and she really strives for that, and that's a very good thing. But sometimes you just don't feel it, you know? And I wasn't feeling it that day. I just didn't feel like, I didn't feel like smiling. I didn't feel like chit-chatting. I just wanted to come in, do my work, kind of hunker down in my own little self and just go home. I just was tired. And she was berating me a little bit about it. You know, she was like, well, you need to have a good attitude. You need to be positive. And I can tell you that I strive about 360 days of the year, I strive to be positive. But in the in the um, interest of being real and not fake, I, sometimes I don't feel like being positive. And that was a day that I didn't feel it. So I actually, I think I ended up crying because at one point I was just like, oh my gosh, the pressure. But that is what is so beautiful is that you can be real. And you know who you can be real and honest with the most more than anybody else in the world? You never, ever have to worry about being judged or criticized or rejected. It's God. I mean, you, we, we are so blessed because here's this God who's perfect. He's never done anything wrong. And he's a good God and he loves us and he understands the big picture. He gets it. And you can be totally real before him. You can be your most honest self. I mean, when I say bare naked worship, there have been times I've gone to God with snot running down my nose and tears staining my face. And I, I crying so hard, I couldn't even get the words out. There have been times I've cursed in my prayers to God. I've never cursed God, but I've cursed in my prayers to God. You know, what the blank is this about? You know, why is this happening to me? And I've cursed. I haven't. And I'm not proud of that. But at the same time, I'm not ashamed of it because I learned a long time ago. He is a really big God and you cannot fit him into a tiny little box and not a conventional box or a, a box that seems right. Listen, this is a God who who sees us he sees us clear through. He sees you exactly as you are. He sees you from the inside out. He sees the parts of you that you don't show to anybody else and that you never, ever plan to show to anyone else. Let me tell you, God already sees it. He sees it, and the neat thing is he loves you anyway. He loves you in spite of it. Maybe he loves you more because of it. He loves you. He gets you. God loves us so much. He wants us to be real before him. You can worship God in anger. You can worship God in doubt. You know, if you have if you are doubting today and you really don't know for sure what you even feel, that is okay. It's really okay. And that's what I love. I love that I can go, and you know, it made a big shift for me, not just with other people, but with my relationship with God. It was a huge shift when I realized 
that I don't have to pretend anymore. I don't have to be this perfect Christian. I don't, a long time ago, one of my sisters got really mad at me and she did something that hurt me deeply, but it changed me also. It was transformative. She knew that a person in my life had one time called me fake. And my sister knew how deeply this hurt me because I had shared with her and other people how deeply this hurt me when this other person, who's no longer a part of my life and will never be a part of my life again, thankfully. But this person was very cruel. And this person had had called me fake. And I will tell you this. I've been a lot of things, done a lot of things, and made huge mistakes. But the one thing I have never tried to do or knowingly done is to be fake. Um, If I have been fake, it hasn't been on purpose. But so my sister was, we were in, we were having an argument. It was a long-standing argument that our family was just going through. And so in a fit of rage, my sister said to me, you're fake. You're fake. You're not real. You're fake. And this time, the reason that it was transformative and not, and not, um, destructive is because I really stopped. I stopped short and I listened to what what she was saying and I thought to myself, am I? Am I fake? Because if I am, then I will do whatever it takes to change that because the one thing that I value, I value a few things in life. I value freedom. I value authenticity I value compassion, I value loyalty, and I value faith. I value those things. They're important to me. They're necessary to me. So what I did that was transformative was that I listened to what my sister said, and I sat down, I took out a a journal, and I began to write down all the things that I could possibly think of that ways that maybe I was coming across as fake or ways that I may inadvertently been fake. And one of the things that I came up with was maybe she thinks I'm fake because I don't always say what I truly feel about someone. And that was because I was raised that you should be polite and caring and that you shouldn't necessarily bear your soul to people because in the interest of compassion and kindness, sometimes I was taught that you don't want to always say what you feel because sometimes it can be hurtful. Well, in my fervent, passionate desire not to be fake, not to be seen as fake, I went way overboard and suddenly for a while I was extremely open and everything I felt if it was in my heart, if it was in my head, it came and bl- it came out. I just blurted it out, and I I actually did hurt some people by being unfake and being real, and so God, in His infinite mercy, rescued me somewhere along the way, and He helped me to realize there's a balance. You know, you can be real and honest, but you don't have that doesn't give us license to be cruel to hurt people but one thing that was kind of freeing was sometimes I don't I don't really want to encourage this but there are times that I will let a cuss word fly 
And while I don't necessarily promote that, and I do uh, believe that it's kind of an ignorant thing to do to resort to profanity, I also became freer through the idea that if it happened, it did not make me a lesser Christian. It didn't make me a lesser, it didn't make me less spiritual. It was just something that happened and it was something that I could be real about. Now, to, to be perfectly honest, my desire at this point in my life is to be holy. And I want to be, I want to live in holiness because years ago, God God told me, I've called you to a life set apart. And I found out that one meaning of holiness is to be set apart. So I'm actually praying at this stage of my life that God would help me to have the self-control to not resort to profanity. But if I do, I'm not going to beat myself up over it. And I'm not going to let anyone else beat me up over it because, because I worship God as honestly and as transparently as I know how. And I think that's what we all get to do if we want to. We can come to him and say, I'm having a crappy day, or you can use a stronger word if you want, and I don't feel like reading my Bible today. And I don't feel like going to church, and I don't feel like worshiping you. And honestly, God, I don't even like you right now because I wanted this, and you gave me that. And I wanted my life to look like this. And she has the life that I want. And she's not even a nice person. She's she's mean. And she's cruel to people. And you gave her the life that I wanted. It's okay. See, that's the beauty of it. We get to be and say and do and feel whatever in the world we want to say and do and be and feel. Because God loves us. He's not going to walk away. I was married to a man that I loved, and he walked away unexpectedly. And I didn't know where he was for two weeks. And when I finally did find him, then we went through this dance of about five more years where he would leave and come back, and I would um, let him leave and come back. And then finally one day, I just realized I've had enough. I, I don't want that. That's not the kind of husband that I want. And I want someone who's willing to stay. And I want someone that I can count on to stay, even if things aren't, aren't great. I want someone who wants to be with me. And so, um, speaking of which, I'm really praying that that does happen in my life. So if you're listening to this podcast, here's a bit of transparency. I would like to get married again someday. So there you go. Um, so my questions for you today are, how can you worship God today in your truth? In your truth, not my truth, but in your truth, how can you be real today with God, with the people in your life? Um, you know it's okay. I'm giving you permission. Not that I'm the one to give you permission. You have permission already. So um, if you're wondering uh, about how to be real with other people and with God, it's just, it's so easy. It's so much easier than trying to figure out what to say or what to do or how to be. Just go with what you feel. You know, if you if something makes you happy, then 
just embrace that. And if something makes you sad, then embrace that. And um, so our prayer today is this, Lord, you're good. I believe in you and I trust you. And I hope that you will help whoever listens to this podcast today to feel your love and to feel your acceptance, that unconditional acceptance that you have. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you just would flood our souls with your acceptance today and that we would feel completely free to be real before you and to just present our real selves to you, knowing that we can worship you and love you as we are, as is, damaged goods, broken, but not defeated. We love you and we praise you and we thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen and amen.